What's up? All right, y'all. We back. We back. Took a little (laughs) bit of a two-week hiatus on that ass. Vacation. um, Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of things happen. Um, but but it's cool, you know. Um, I guess I'll kick it off with Siobhan. Like, how are you? How how was your two-week break? Um, it was good. It was uh productive. Uh in 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 some ways and in relaxing in others uh it, it was nice to have a a week off from uh the positive vibe enthusiast and we had a week off from uh recording uh the 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 black cosplay kitchen too so double break so that was it, it was nice um yeah and i'm i'm the next time you come here you'll see the the progress that i've made in uh getting myself organized here and having things put away so we can finally start decorating up in here but yeah it's a, it was a good week oh i love to decorate oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's i love it my my little um was what is this bedroom office vibe going over here <laughs> like, i love it i'm actually sitting in my bedroom office right now finally have some decent internet connection so oh, nice yeah, because I usually I film in the the living room. But anywho, that's a little too much information. But um, Tracy, how the hell are you? How was the wedding? I heard it was a wedding this weekend. Like I've seen some pictures on the gram. H- how was your um two weeks off? Oh, girl, so very productive as well. Uh, got a new clientele. Ooh, always, nice. always a plus. Um, and uh, yes, I did attend a wedding that was so beautiful. Um. It was so nice. Everybody was beautiful. Uh, one of my friends that I went to school with, uh, my one of my esthetician sisters, uh, got married nice. over the weekend. Um, but it was a little surprise to it. They actually had gotten married in November. Mm. They just pretty much had the wedding for us. Oh That's God. sweet. So they, they got married November of 2020? Yes. Okay. Okay, um, That's nice. So- yeah, I said the same thing. Like, oh, that was sweet. Um, but it was, it was, it was a blast. I had fun. A lot of nice party favors. Um, nice. Was there an open bar? Oh, of course, open bar. Great mm-hmm. DJ. Uh, the food was really good. Um, it was, it was nice. I had fun. I was happy to see my my classmates. I had fun. That's good. And that's, a, I, I gotta say, that's the hallmark of a wedding. Like, if I don't spring for nothing else, it's gonna be an open bar in this mofo. Like, I'm not about to invite you out to a party where there ain't no liquor. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> get, get ready to be turned all the way up. Oh, well, let me tell you, not only was it open bar, but they had party favors for us on the table. And they were like, oh. they were little bottles of moonshine that her brother made. Oh my! I cracked them bad boys open yesterday, and might I say they were quite delicious. Okay, the club going up <laughs> on a Tuesday. Most definitely <laughs> on, a, on a Tuesday. <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at it. Well, that's dope. Um, over our two week hiatus, I actually turned a year older. Hey, hey, hey! I am thirty six years young officially. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. 
Thank you. Thank you. It was um, super chill. I didn't do anything this year, but that's okay. Um, I think that, uh, I don't know, think, I know that next year will be a little different, um, but it's cool. Like, I can really say that um, turning 36 made me started thinking about a lot of different things and um, which kind of inspired this episode because I, I, you know, we received a little bit of feedback from the, um, our show. You know, are we always going to talk about um, penises and vaginas and sex? Yeah, because that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> that does sell. But I actually, you know what? I was actually trying to hold off on this topic because I wanted Allison um, to come on the show and give her piece on this. But her schedule is just not going to mix with with our schedule this this season. Um, we'll have her on definitely in season four. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, life experiences, this journey, and. Um, not make it all the way serious, but just get people's, you know, everyone's perspective. We're all African-American on this, um, on this panel. And um, Alonzo was having some technical issues tonight, people. So, but he'll be back next week, you know, and he can chime on, chime in on this, maybe on the next episode. Um, But I definitely want to talk about colorism, Um, colorism um, and the black community specifically. I'm sure it goes on in brown communities as well because one thing with tiktok i mean it, it can definitely uh suck the life out of you you can tiktok your life away um but it was interesting to hear uh different brown people's perspectives about um like oh you're getting so dark and and this is like they say filipino ants how, how they be you know so Filipinos go through the same thing um, that you no, know, we go through as black people. Well, at least I've gone through. I've gone through the, oh, um, you know, you too dark, or or um, you don't want to stay. People don't want to stay in the sun too long during the summer. You know, things like that. Um, and how for me, I, I don't think it affected me too bad, but I did want to know. Um, you know, do you believe the question tonight is? Do you believe that colorism is something that really affects um, our community? And if so, have you been affected by all um, any by colorism in any way in, in your um, life so far? Um, you know, here in the United States, in your years, like, have you experienced any discrimination or anything in regards around colorism? And I guess I'll start with Tracy. Um, so I would have to say, fortunately, um, I have never experienced colorism before. And if I have, I probably didn't see it as that. Me being the person who is looking at the glass half full, um, I try to make the best out of any situation, whether it's good or bad. So if I've ever experienced it, I wouldn't really know because I didn't look at it that way. So I have to say I'm pretty fortunate as far as that goes. Um, Do I think it's an issue um, today? Yes, I think it is. And it doesn't just stem in our community as African-Americans, but it just, as far as other races too, like how they feel about us and how they treat us based off of our skin tone, whether it be they treat us worse for being darker or they treat us better because we're lighter, whatever. Um, I definitely think that it it affects us, you know, 
in the world today. But fortunately, I've never really experienced it, so I can't really speak on this topic. Okay, well, what about you, Siobhan? Um, well, you you got a lot going on with your question. So, uh, first, yes, colorism is absolutely a problem in the Black community. Um, no, it's not just us that it affects. Uh, colorism is a thing that affects people the world over. Japanese people have a huge hang-up on colorism. A ton of their skin products are for bleaching. All the, all the time, so that you'll see that. Um, to be as white and fair-skinned as possible is a goal over there. So it, it's not something that um, is, is just a problem in the Black community, but because we're part of it, I'm only really concerned with it where we are. <laughs> so, um, as, as far as my personal experiences with it, um, for... I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, and I know Tasha, you know, my mother is very light skinned. My dad is Wesley Snipes dark. Um, I fall in between the two of them. And in my family growing up, everybody was all shades of brown. So, you know, from the lightest of lights to, you know, darker brown. Exactly. So I grew up seeing everything and I don't recall like, ever questioning anything about like my like my skin tone personally or how black people looked. It was just always an understood because in my house everybody was multiple colors. Like it wasn't we all just match. We're all light skinned, we're all dark skinned. Like it was, you know, you had a rainbow in the house. And I remember when I was in school, the first time that I ever even became aware of the fact that my mom was light-skinned was when uh, my mom picked me up from school one day, and this little boy said to me, you're adopted. And I said, no, I'm not. And he says, yes, you are. And I said, no, how did you even come up with that? And he's like, because your mom's white. And it blew my fucking mind, because it uh, before that day, I had never thought of that. And... I went home and I asked her if she was white. And my mom laughed in my face about it. And she's like, no, sweetie, we, we come in different colors. So it's crazy. <laughs> but that was the first time that I had ever even been made aware of it. And so I was like, you know, from that standpoint, it, that let that be testament to the fact that colorism is taught. You know, you I wasn't even aware that there was any difference. It was just like, okay, yeah, this is an understood. This is how the, the way the world looks. But um, other kids were aware. Other kids knew there was something different, apparently. Um, but I, I'm on the the page with Tracy in a, in, a, in a lot of respects. That when I was younger, I probably experienced colorism on numerous occasions, but I wasn't aware of it. I didn't mm-hmm. know what that looked like. I didn't know what that felt like. It was just kind of a, hmm, okay, well, that was weird that you said that, or that was weird that you would do that, or that you would behave in this way, but I wasn't aware of it. But as an adult, now knowing what it is and, and recognizing it, like you see it everywhere. And um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's perpetuated in our music. The mm-hmm. music that we listen mm-hmm. to, the, the movies that we see, like things that I hadn't really thought about. Like I was watching, y'all remember uh, Class Act with Kid and Play? Mm-hmm. Um, 
how uh, Kid was the good student who got swapped with Play, who was the bad student, and like he was dark skinned and was bad. The light skinned was the good student, and then even like the girls who they met with, like um, what's her face, Karen mm-hmm. Parsons, was the good girl, and then you had the uh, what's her name? The I don't remember the actress's name, but the girl who played Demita was dark skinned and she was the you know fast, you know into everything girl and stuff. Jody like, Mama. What's that? Yeah, Jody Mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 wait. That's uh the Jody Mama is uh from uh House Party. But it was the same situation. Right. Skin girl was the project girl. Light skinned girl comes from a good rich family. You know, so it was, you know, those kinds of things. I'm like, hmm, I had never noticed this before or noticed that this is a thing and you know the the way that characters are portrayed and even like the the matchups of husbands and wives that you see on tv like more commonly you'll see a dark-skinned man with a light-skinned woman like or if it's a light-skinned man you'll see him with a dark-skinned woman or something but like rarely is it like two of the same complexion or two dark-skinned people together you know so it's just like weird things like that that kind of stick out to me, and like e- even the stereotypes connected to it. Like when we talk about, you know, J. Cole, it's like you know, I want real love, that dark-skinned and biv love. Not like, okay, well, the difference being, okay, well, if you dark-skinned, you real; if you light-skinned, you fake. You know. And you know what? I didn't take it like that with that rap line. I took it as, at least for me, if you watch the show. It was a different vibe to the show with the original Aunt Viv. When the that new Aunt Viv came on for whatever reason, we didn't know the reason back then. That vibe of that, like, I didn't like the second. Um, I mean, she was okay for the show. The show went on, of course, for many seasons, but I thought he was just saying that um like it was just like 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 the original, like, like it's better. Like, but not I didn't think it was that deep as the colorism. I just thought it was it was just, for me, it was a different vibe to the show when it was like the first Aunt Viv versus that's the second one. But it could have been that too. Shit, I don't know. This, this colorism run, colorism runs deep, you know. It, so. it, it's deep shit. And, and I'll agree. Yeah, the vibe was completely different with <laughs> the the original Aunt Viv versus the new Aunt Viv. But um, yeah, you, you just see it in all aspects of, of Black culture and I, the the I think the sad part about it is we're the main ones that keep it going. Mm-hmm. At this point, like there's nobody impressing it on us. We keep the shit going within our own community. Yeah, and that was gonna be my follow up question. So, what do you do to combat it? Like, so once you see it, like, do you address it? Like, for me, I'm really big on if you're silent, you're part of the problem to mm-hmm. some degree. So, and I say that because it's some things that I won't speak on because I feel like my words and my energy is going to be wasted on it. But if there's a situation where I feel like I need to say something because maybe it's like something come out, coming out of like my younger generation around me voice, like out of their heads, I have to speak on it. You know, whether they, maybe it might go on one ear out the other, shut up old lady. I don't know. But Maybe later on it'll click like, oh shit, well, Tashi did say something about that or 
like for me, if I see it, I'm going to speak up on it because um, it, it is it is stupid. And we waste a lot of time uh, trying to separate it and make people feel like they're better than or, you know, whatever. It, I remember like my family, uh, it's, it's all different shades, but for the most part, people are pretty much lighter on the lighter um, end of the scale. But um, I just remember my grandma always saying, well, as you get, if you're a lighter skin, as you get older, you get darker anyway. And then she will always say, if you're darker, as you get older, you get a little lighter. And I used to say, that don't even make sense. But to be honest with you, I feel like my skin is getting lighter. And I don't know if that's just the sun damage or what. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, think things are changing and I see it. And I have to say, I used to get pretty, pretty dark during the summer, especially if I decided to go swimming that, that particular year in the summer. And I've noticed people treat me different um, versus um, if I, if it's like winter Tashi and my hair is in a, in a, I don't know, uh, a sew in and, and his, and his hair down to like, I don't know, mid back length, straight hair versus, mm-hmm. versus if it's summertime and I'm super dark and I got my hair in like two cornrows pinned to the back, I'm getting treated totally different in stores. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that, that was pretty interesting to me. I, I I've noticed that me personally and even down to 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 men especially black men it's just kind of funny to me you know I feel like um in my experience that there's a lot of black men that they they want to talk smack about the girls wearing you know wearing our sew-ins wearing our lace fronts or whatever mm. but the moment we wash our hair with a wash and go oh you don't you don't want to talk to me no more or or mm-hmm. or or I'm not that bad bitch anymore. So like, which, which one is it? So it's just all silly to me. And I remember being at a um, a charity event years ago and um, a mutual friend, she was like a friend of a friend and she always wore her hair supernatural. Like she would just blow dry it out and keep it going. Beautiful skin, like pretty, pretty girl. And I'll never forget, um, we had this day party in this um this, this gentleman, he, he's black. He came up to her to be, talking about two black people. And I just love the fact it always stands out to me. He came up to her and was like, I love your natural hair. And I was like, damn, if it was more men that act like this, you know, mm. then because people out here losing edges, you know, like, <laughs> I just got 86% of my edges back. So I know the struggle. And I think that a lot of things, yeah, we do it for ourselves, but I also think that women are, especially black women, like is getting to the extremes. You know, we used to make jokes about the Pamela Andersons, but we're doing the same thing with these fake butts and, and these wigs and, and everything. Like it's, we're destroying ourselves it's trying so to, to, to look a certain that. way. It's so funny to hear you say that. Cause I've actually talked to some men who have said before, you know, I really don't like all that fake stuff. You know, I don't like the fake nails and lashes and all that. And I just be like, really? I, I can't tell, you know, especially a guy that just seems like that would be his type. And I'm like, well, you know, do you ever say anything about it? And they're like, no, nah, I just let the female do their thing, you know. And I kind of, in a sense, I respect that because how can you tell a woman, you know, how to do her? But mm-hmm. In, in a sense, that's also like a fallback for a woman because what if you're really feeling him, but he ain't feeling you like that because everything about you is fake. 
Well, no, he is still feeling you because he's entertaining you. Right. Um, so, no, I, I'm going to call BS. We, we need to, I, I think that some women, hey, some women like the, I like, I like, I will throw on a wig in a second. Like, I love a bit curly wig sometimes. Don't get it twisted. And I will definitely, like, if I one day want to get some press-ons one day, like, that may be fun, you know? Um, but I also know the difference that is some people who literally cannot be seen without it. And it's because they truly believe, like, it's, it's, it's because what they're seeing, like, it's, it's, the, it's the music videos, it's Instagram, it's, it's these filters, it's, it's all of it. Like, the shit ain't real. Mm-hmm. And I think it's creating um, just, just, it's, it's not healthy. Yeah, it's just, it's not healthy for, for, for women. I mean, people our age, like, really ain't tripping like that because we're still from the ages where we had jawstring ponytails. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just hey, more concerned with, you know, with you the head, you know say, I'm like, hold on, wait. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just more concerned about, like, my niece's generation with this because I see the foolery. And it's like, man, like, they are really destroying themselves. To, to look like something that's just not obtainable. Like, it's, I don't nobody want to work out and try to like build their body up. Like, shit's getting crazy. Just interesting to me. And it's totally went off a of color rhythm. I'm sorry, guys, but <laughs> it was, it was in, it was in realm of, I mean, cause actually you jumped into like with the, the natural appearance versus that. Cause actually, I was gonna ask you when you were saying that, uh, people treated you differently versus you wearing your natural hair and mm-hmm. being darker in the summer mm-hmm. than they did, you know, when you lightened up in winter and yeah. had, you know, inches yeah. that, uh, that there was a different attitude towards you. Oh yeah. I, I, I was going to say, what, what did I you climbed, notice? What was the, Oh, I can tell you, I climbed the corporate ladder by, by playing, playing the cosmetic game straight right. up. No <laughs> doubt about it. If if I would have had the same attitude that I have now, there's no way I could I could have climbed the ladder the way I did it. Um, I I fully understood it because I saw it. So prime example, so real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So real estate, I still was a little jazzy. I had a little bit of blonde in my hair. Um, but for the most part, I made sure that my hair was always you know straightened, and I had like some type of sew in in my hair. And then I started noticing, okay, if I wear my hair, um. A certain way I got certain different kind of clientele because I always knew in order to make the money I wanted to make I can't just work with one one type of people like I'm not just going to serve black people and make money I need to be able to serve everybody right mm-hmm. so I used to wear my make sure I had my hair a certain way you know super long um not too much makeup not too gaudy my nails not my junk nails none of that you know I played the game mm-hmm. and even when I went to uh, become a flight attendant, oh, I can show old pictures. Like my hair, I was this weight that I am now back then. And um, definitely had uh, my hair down, sewing or some clippings. I had to have my hair long and it, it got me a long way. It was, oh, oh, you're, you're, you know, oh, you look so exotic or, or it was, um, what, what are you mixed with? All of that, you know, all that. Mm. Shit. And I was just, you know, whatever. I just play the game, just keep going. And um, then I got to a point when I got out to Texas, I really saw it because I noticed the girls I worked with that maybe had their hair in braids wouldn't get a promotion. They work harder than me in the office first, last one to leave. Been there years, but I'm like getting triple promoted over them. 
Why? Mm -hmm. Because I don't have the braids. I'm not rocking my natural hair. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I'm more, I'm more palatable for these. um, I'm going to just say it Caucasians down here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's what it was. But then I started thinking, I'm like, no, F that ish. Especially after Trump came in office, because I, I really started seeing the foolery. And at that point, I just didn't care anymore. So I started mm-hmm. wearing my hair. I got, I got crochet and I wore my hair braided to work. Like, I didn't care. You know, and then I had already established myself and I was kind of up. I was a general manager by that time. And they really couldn't, they couldn't do anything after that. Because um, I had got to a certain point where I could just, you know, do what I want. And then I even thought about maybe, maybe I want to go ahead and, you know, fix my teeth. You know, maybe I should do that. Then I was thinking like, fuck no, because that's not for, for me. That's for them. Like that makes no sense. And I don't want anybody who maybe be in a position where they can't afford to get their teeth fixed or um, maybe they don't want to, I don't want you to do anything. I don't want anybody to do anything for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, am I in pain with my mouth? No. Um, do I have cavities? No. Um, you know, is there anything wrong with my oral health? No. So I'm not going to fix it. Like it, I just made a, a effort. So for me to come to combat this colorism, this, this fakeism with, you know, the boobs and the butts and everything, I just made a conscious decision, um, to stay as authentically myself as possible. Because if I truly believe in God and I truly walk in faith, um, there is no mistake. So I'm perfect. You know what I mean? So, but I did play the game. I played mm-hmm. the game and I, and I saw how people treated me um, along the way because when I had long hair, oh, you look mixed, you know, a long curly wig. Ooh, where are you from? You from Brazil, girl? You know, I used to draw my eyebrows on. I still do. Oh, oh, you Hispanic? You know, you, you a Afro-Latina, you know? <laughs> All these different things. But it's just kind of sad that, oh, y'all, you just, you just black? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that's probably one of the biggest annoyances is when people ask you like oh what are you mixed with or you must be something else you can't just be black I've mm-hmm. I've gotten that and I'm just like wait what and mm-hmm. I feel like it's a, a, a search for a justification to be like oh you're beautiful but wait black people are beautiful you can't just be black like hold yep. on Whoa. what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw it I saw it. I mean, even down to these, I'm so happy to see these news anchors, black news anchors now rocking their bald heads, rocking their naturals. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love to see it. Like, and I think it's hilarious the way, um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Tiffany's campaign with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And, you know, Jay-Z has just said F the establishment <laughs> with his hair. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny because I was saying like, you know, I, I understand exactly why he wears his hair like that. I get everything about it. But when they're at home alone, Beyonce and Jay-Z, like, do she just turn to her husband and say like, husband, we we, we really still on this? Like, <laughs> like you, you still, you like, you still you rocking that? Good. Like, that's, that's for real husband? Oh, okay. No, like, I get it. He goes off with her boyfriend. He goes off with his girlfriend. That's, that's it. Like, <laughs> It, it's just so funny to me like but I, I get what they're doing because I kind of felt the same way when I finally wore my braids to work I was like fuck them <laughs> this is stupid like no like this is no I'm not doing this anymore I'm not playing this game with y'all I ain't doing it but anyway I say this like what what are certain things that you used to do like for appearances or to keep up appearances that you will no longer do anymore like you're done with that shit 
Is there anything that you guys do? Um, Tracy? Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would have to say probably cover up more. That's about it. What you mean? Well, you know, when I was younger, I used to want to show it all, you know. And as I got a little older, you know, my apparel changed, definitely. So I you found you more. found your modest sexy. I found, say what? You found your, uh, like, your modest sexy now. Not just all hanging out sexy, but more like modest sexy. Yes. And, I, I mean, that's about the only thing that I've really changed. Because anything else about me, I don't foresee me changing, like, I have my moments where I wear lashes and I don't. I have my moments where I wear these crazy funky hairstyles and I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the nails sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It just kind of depends on how I feel. But as far as how I actually appear to people, like, you know, as far as my apparel, yeah, that's changed a lot. Because before I just didn't care. I used to just try to let it all hang out. Now I'm a little more you know, cautious. Okay, I feel you. I feel Um, you. That's that's about the only thing that really changed for me. I I mean, anything else, I don't see myself changing. Then it wouldn't be me. Mm. I feel you. What about you, Siobhan? I was thinking, and like when Tracy said covering up more, I was like, it's funny because I feel like I I was more covered up when I was younger. And now that I'm getting older and older, I'm just like, Bitch got a whole bad body. I'm naked out in this motherfucker. Like, please, you can't stop me. Clothes, get out of here. Get out of here, clothes. Yeah, right. We naked in this motherfucker. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Outside of work, I'm I dress very conservatively for work, which is also like my after work attire and work attire are complete 360 contrast. But um, I, I will say the one thing that I used to do to keep up appearances. One, I used to relax my hair. I've been natural for over 10 years now. So that's, that's out the window. Um, and uh, also I used to wear makeup a lot more. Like now I, I only do it for special occasions and you know, when I'm recording the show, but outside of that, I used to wear makeup all the time. And I used to feel like if, However you met me, whatever I looked like, I felt obligated to keep that up. And that shit was exhausting. Oh, like, yeah, it, I went through that. It, it was, that that was tiring because I was just like, oh, well, you know, this dude met me and I was, you know, fully done up and I was wearing six inch heels and, you know, I was six four in heels and all this other stuff because, like, yeah, I'm already tall, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I just felt like I needed to keep up appearances with that kind of stuff but not anymore i'm i'm lazy now y'all i just want to be lazy yeah <laughs> i went natural but my mom talked me back into the creamy crack so um <laughs> yeah i'm, 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 I'm back on the crack. creamy crack yeah i'm not natural no more i put in a relaxer like once every six months now but i kind of like the fact that uh like right now it's kind of grown out so i get like the 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 roots are like uh it gets fluffy with the humidity and mm-hmm. then the rest of lay but i kind of like it because it makes my hair look thicker so like this combination is dope actually 
for this climate. <laughs> but I feel you though. I, I went after for a long time. It was nice. But the humidity, uh, but you know, one thing I have given up though, I don't use edge control no more. Like I have no desire to lay down my edges no more. I don't care about that no more. I never got into edge control and in, in baby hair. And I don't like it anymore. Like I used to have, I could not leave the house without some edge control. What? And then it's so funny because you, I, at least for me, I never found an edge control that cooperated. Like it all ended up like jam <clears throat> at a certain temperature. Like once it hits like uh, 79 degrees, <laughs> I got like that drip of grease coming down my forehead, instantly oh. sweating and shining. Like, like why am I playing myself? This is stupid. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, while we're on the subject of of edge control and baby hair, I know a lot of people might get pissed about this, but um, I really legit hate fucking baby hair. Like it's. First of all, we're adults. We don't have no fucking baby hair. Um, <laughs> I just hate the dramatic baby hair. I hate the dramatic baby hair too. And I'm like, the reality of the situation is this. Baby hair made a comeback because everybody started wearing lace front wigs. Y'all was trying to camouflage the edges of them wigs. And it really ain't camouflaging shit. I know it's a fucking wig. We see the fucking edges. It's not a secret. Number one. <laughs> Number two, when you are wearing your natural hair, a lot of y'all done lost y'all edges because of the wigs and now y'all trying to make baby hair to swoop in and act like that's your hairline when it's not. And it's like, this is the reality. And it looks terrible. And I I, I personally blame John Travolta. And <laughs> I yes, I blame John Travolta because he was the first one that kicked off the most successful looking lace front. My man's changed his hairline from the widow's peak to the strong uh, <laughs> you and say we that straight trying... edge line yes and we've been trying to recreate that shit ever since so I blame John Travolta well there you have it folks John Travolta is the source of yes. fucking it up and fucking up everybody's hairlines <laughs> yes that's who I blame all day <laughs> all day but no I agree the, the baby hairs look so stupid um, but I will say this though these women, these lace fronts do be looking supernatural though. Like I don't oh, know yeah. how they do it because I I I I know I bought I I've bought and ruined so many lace fronts back when I was still like trying to wear, wear wigs. It was just I ruined them. I don't understand how to do it. I don't get all they the pump it up and the and the makeup. Like you need the foundation too, and then like you you mold a stocking cap to the head. Like it's like twenty five steps to this. Yeah. I don't have the, I don't they have melt, the patience. They melt them lace fronts. Nope. It looks good though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, some some of them I like the ones that uh they don't have baby hair and they just blend it. Those are yes, that is an excellent looking fucking wig. Like there's no arguing. But yeah, these ones with yeah, can I tell y'all a story about the, the, the real where I was just like, okay, I've had it with baby hair. Um yes. story time. I was out at a store and I saw a girl who had a wig on that I don't know what she had done with this baby hair, what product she had used, <laughs> but it was laying to her head and looked like a scab. It, oh. it was so disgusting. I was just like, okay, this is, this is where I, I, I have to say something like I have to put an end to this somehow, some way. She probably mixed some products. I, I don't know what it was, but 
I know, I know exactly what you're saying. He's looking caked on, and, and it, does, it looks like a scab. You're right. That yeah, was the best was word. For terrifying, that. like to the point it gave me like I was shuddering when I looked at her forehead. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, it ain't that serious, man. It definitely ain't. And I'm gonna tell you how I know it ain't that serious. <laughs> I have never been a fan of baby hairs, even when I was a baby myself. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that this is how much I low key hate hair. Um, probably why I was uh, low cut for so long. Um, but I'm very tender headed, so that pussy. You goddamn right. Biggest one ever me. You are absolutely fucking right. I am. I I, I take that. I I take that. Tender headed to the point where you could not comb my hair at all. I, I I can only imagine how many times my mama sent me to school with my hair all over my head because I did not like getting my hair done so mm. much that as a kid I went and grabbed some scissors and I said fuck these edges no more pain for me and I cut all my baby hairs clean off oh my all of them every last baby hair there was was mm. gone cause I don't do well with yeah even as an adult I'm still tender headed that's crazy. Yeah, I get my hair braided and I just be twitching like, really? I'm not tender-headed. I, yeah. I couldn't wait to grow up and be able to do my own hair. I hated the way my mom styled my hair. I just <laughs> couldn't wait to do it myself. I just knew I was going to do such a better job. And I did. Mm-hmm. But, and I uh, did. I know, right? And I did. No. <laughs> but yeah, but I paid for it too. Like I said, I got about 86% of my um, edges back. And um <clears throat> I think by 2025, we'd be at 100. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, but with your avocado kick and yes. your vitamins, you should have them back in the next few months. Hey, you, hey, you never know. But I'm, I'm going to give it to 2025. But speaking of making comebacks, we're going to totally switch gears. Okay. So I invest in a company um, that was actually having conversations with another company that has the genotypes for the woolly mammoth. And they are going to do it like this is this is a thing. They're going to bring back the woolly mammoth because they have got the all the things needed to incubate and produce a woolly mammoth. Mm -hmm. And my question is, uh, are you guys interested in it? Um, Taught y'all nothing. (laughs) What'd you say? Said Jurassic Park ain't taught y'all nothing. Oh, it's real. It's real. Are you? My, I guess my question is: Are you going to visit Jurassic Park? Nope. Yeah, not I. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Hell no, because it'll be just my luck. <laughs> just my luck. Turn around, damn it! Next thing you know, dead. <laughs> so you, you ain't going? You ain't riding the woolly mammoth? Fuck no, nope. Hell no, nope. Mm-mm. Oh nah. My question is: How do we know what woolly mammoths ate? Like, I understand they go by, oh, look at their teeth. They, they only ate plants and blah, 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 blah. But that was the soul of a woolly mammoth in, what, 4,500 BC. <laughs> this new woolly mammoth could have an appetite for blood. And now Sci-Fi Channel is working on a movie right this minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, like, it's, it's interesting. I was listening to that. Then it got me thinking because I saw a movie on Netflix. I think you saw this movie, too. I don't know if it was on Amazon Prime or Netflix. And I think it was called, like, Black Box or where... Um, oh, yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, long story short, that she was trying to bring her son back to life that got into a crash. And she, she the scientist doctor, took the old son's brain and put it into a new body. Like, oh, boy. It's a great movie, actually. But um, it, it brought me back to what's happening now because William Shatner has actually agreed to upload his consciousness. Like they're working on um, into up- the Will Mammoth. No, I, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I did, yeah, I did go all over the place with that one. <laughs> I, I was looking for it to be weaved back in somewhere, also, Tracy. So, <laughs> I, yeah, my, I'm sorry. Well, both of you guys said you're not interested in the Wooly Mammoth, so I just had to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to Jurassic Park, but I mean, I, I, I hear about it's it. It's a good thing, though, because what they're what they're thinking about doing, I'll go back to the woolly mammoth. So I guess my question is, you guys are not interested in visiting um, Jurassic Park, but are you interested in using this technology to bring back other other wildlife that has recently become extinct? Because they're actually thinking about using that, the same um, system with animals that just recently fell off the um the list like they're they're i mean that's already been extinct within like the last 10 to 15 years i mean i think it would be cool because then we we get to see you know the animals and it's not just on a paper picture you know visually we can we can physically see it you know what i'm saying so i think it would be cool to be able to see animals from back then now so i wouldn't be opposed to that but I don't have to go to Jurassic Park. Virtually? Oh, yeah. We got so much internet and devices. I can see it all from at home. Do I have to be in their presence? No, I don't think so. Do you think that this I has been official? Or do you think we should let, let the dead be dead? Um, I don't know. Because there are a lot of things that could arise from that. Um, you don't know what type of... So how are they creating this? First of all, let me ask that. They got their DNA. So they got they got all the um, I guess all the DNA and and whatnot. They even found uh, a womb or whatever. Like they got their way. So they they didn't figure out everything. They they got the ingredients and they got the oven for it too to bake it. Basically. Okay. <laughs> so I just say you know it's just it's kind of weird. I guess I don't know if I, I I I'm even saying this right, but I I think it would be weird because. You don't know what they could be bringing back that, you know what I'm saying, from then to now that could could affect us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what they're. I agree. I mean, you, you can you can you can breed a male and a female and we don't know how many mammoths can come out of one. So what if like one female gives birth to nine mammoths or some shit? And then uh, it just too- it just go exponentially. Now it's it's just like mammoths everywhere, you know? It's a mammal. It won't be that what, many, but <laughs> you never know. Hell shit. We have the octomom. What caused it to be extinct in the first place? You know what I'm saying? And then like different diseases and stuff that might have happened then. We may not be, you know what I'm saying? Like immune to them now. And you don't know what type of stuff you unleashing. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you think, Siobhan? I say no. Um, 
so well uh, here, here's the thing so i think there's probably positive applications for being able to bring back extinct species like if you could bring back dead coral we need coral like that that's something that mm. makes sense if you can bring back you know extinct uh, species of plants that were were yeah. vital to our ecosystem. I'm all for that. When you start talking about you know introducing animals that might have been predators once upon a time, or you know a, a prehistoric animal that really has no place anymore, you gotta leave shit alone. You know, yeah. it, 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 they had their chance. We're th- that's that's a life cycle. Living, you know, science 101. Living things die. Mm. When it's your time, you just gotta go dinosaurs are extinct are we about to start trying to bring those back and that's the other thing it's not so much a mammoth that's the problem it's that oh well we made a mammoth it's successfully here what can we do next and that's the problem is like okay yep. well, and this i had that conversation this earlier today and i believe this is going to lead to just recreating human beings because uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's people out here that are uber rich like there is an abundance of money out here first of all like people have money that you can't even like fathom so my dear late husband paul my my second husband i really liked him the most so finally i've been waiting all this time for the scientists to bring paul back right so i bring paul back but wait something's off (laughs) something is completely off from this guy this is not the same person and i think that it's probably going to lead to recreating human life and then they're probably going to try to get people to start uploading consciousness and to bring that into this creation. So like in essence, like you'll be eternal on this earth. That's what I think. And that's it's gonna it's gonna zombies. be the next pretty much. Like that I think that's where this is going. I know it sounds crazy, but like that's my theory. And it also brings up this one last story before I let y'all go. So they have successfully, I don't know if you guys heard another science breakthrough successfully put a human um a pig a pig kidney inside of a human um kidney transplant and um some people are outraged by this and uh personally you know because i know people who are actually waiting on kidneys um i think it's a good thing because if they can do this then that saves a lot of people off of dialysis and they can go on and live their lives but i guess my question is um you know of course that brings where does it stop you know um, do you think we should use animal parts for human beings? I mean, hell, we eat them. I mean, if we can swap them out. Hell yeah. I'll t- I mean, wait on a list forever that you know you won't ever get one. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, here's a farm full of these motherfuckers who, like, we're about to be turned into bacon anyway. So, yeah, use that kidney. If it, if it, if it's something that makes sense in that degree, yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with that. That's the way I felt too, because I think if I need a kid, I don't give a damn where it's coming from. Like, right. you know. <laughs> what do you think, Tracy? No, no, I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> where that pig come from? <laughs> you, you need a non-GMO pig. To is, take this, is, this, is this a house? Is this a house-raised pig, or is this a farm pig? Now you know it's going to be an old farm pig that unfortunately Shit. never seen the light of day. I mean, it might be a lab pig, Tracy. Would you take a lab pig? Yeah, they're a little bit more cleaner. <laughs> and see, I'm just the opposite. I would want a nice pig that been roaming the earth, living his life, and they just found him dead because he choked on an apple. Uh, and um, he lived a life. I want that. I want that pig's um, <laughs> pig's uh, kidney. Oh well, no, I just be, I just be, I, I, I don't know because I know stock life. They 
Yeah, you know, they get a lot of infections and stuff. And I just, but although that is internal. Well, it'd be the I same think- thing. It'd still be clean. They'd have to make sure that the, the, the organ is clear before they can install it. Like, install it. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know. I probably would have to be in that situation in order for me to just be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, me right now, I I feel that I'm, for the most part, pretty healthy. Um, so I probably am like, yeah, I don't know. I got questions. But if I was in that situation where I knew it was life or death and I, I had one minute to give my answer. Oh, hell yeah. Give me the pigs, whatever I need, whatever they got. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not in that situation. But I also have a question. I wonder how do vegan feel about this? Mm. Well, you're not eating it, so. But still. Wait, can I, you know what? I thought about vegans earlier today. And I, to be vegan is one of the most privileged positions of, of dietary needs I've ever fucking even considered. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's one thing to say, you know, oh, well, I'm on a plant-based diet and I can only eat these things and made from this. And, you know, I'm only eating uh, milk that comes from hemp, you know, whatever the, the situation may be. Like, there are people who genuinely have food deserts out here. And mm-hmm. the idea mm-hmm. that... You know, that's a limited population of people who are can even afford to be concerned with, oh, you know, was was this uh, urban foraging or um, did, did this plant naturally give its fruit to you or did you just go and pluck it? You know, like that type of shit is ridiculous. I'd, I quite honestly don't even have time to, uh, to really pay attention to vegans. If you're a vegan because you feel like, oh, you know what? There are just healthier options out there than meat. Okay, cool, fine. But if you're one of those people who's saying shit like, oh, well, you know, our carbon footprint and, oh, well, because uh, it's just morally wrong. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to yeah. hear it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm over you completely. I agree. I agree. I mean, I try to eat more more plant-based uh, and I, I'd like to stay away from diet just because, I, like I said, I made myself a science experiment and I see... Mm-hmm what what certain things do to my body when I eat it. Mm-hmm. However, I've also been a person that, especially in my lifestyle, you know, being an entrepreneur, like it's it's times where I have an abundance of money so I can be completely vegan and be hanging out with my plant-based friends. And then you have those months where shit, I gotta go back eating this damn pork. You know, so yeah. it's, it's whatever. So I just I'm more so I'm gonna eat whatever my whatever I can afford pretty much. And you're right. It is a privilege to eat a certain way like that. You can't. Man, it's it, it is. It is. It yeah. It is. Period. But that makes sense because it's healthy. And that's sad. And that's sad. I mean, even though I will say this though, you can eat pretty healthy, but it's gonna and on a budget. But you can eat a lot of beans, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's always affordable and and good for you. But shit, who want to eat that all the time too? Right. That part. And then what you gonna flavor them beans with? Let's be real. You need a smoked piece of meat. But you get you what, what you put me on? Natural, natural seasoning, um, or uh, Mr. Dash. Hey, Dash, I, Dash. I am like, hey, I, you know me. I know how to make a tasty um, pot of greens without any meat. Have but you? if 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 it's a blind taste test, and I put my smoked meat greens next to my veggie greens. I think that my smoked meat greens are going to win hands down all the time. Oh, yeah, oh, because yeah. A, it's something that a smoked piece of meat does to to 
beans and 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 greens and things of stews, things like that. Like vegetables, just can't do that shit. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> not by themselves. Not with me. you got you got to add in what, what those those aminos and shit like that. They be adding in. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Have you I, tried uh, Tabitha Brown seasoning yet? No, I haven't bought the Sunshine. Okay. And to be honest with you, like I'm gonna grab it because I fucking love her. Like I'm going to support her. I'm buying this because I'm really big on any seasoning that don't have salt in it. I'm really big on that. But I'm gonna keep it 100. Sounds kind of nasty to me because I'm be honest because I'm, I'm gonna be probably pleasantly surprised. I know it's supposed to be like a Caribbean type feel. But it's like a ginger, garlic, pineapple, something. That don't sound oh, that too tasty. Like a good blend. Not to me. But I'm going to try it because I'm a supporter. But, um, and it must be good. Everybody keeps saying it's good, but I don't know. I'm going to try it. I, I will say, you know what? Based on, so I, I know she has a line of seasonings. I have not looked into her seasonings yet. But I will say, I like to season things with, ginger and garlic and I was like okay well pineapple that'll make it a little bit sweet and I'm just like all right I can kind of put that profile together and then I was like okay well is it going to be something savory that comes out of that too so I'm like that 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 actually sounds like it could be good and I will say that um you have now twice while I was making food thought what the fuck is she doing and then oh yeah Oh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this is great. So I, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, now I'm thinking I need to make something with that kind of a blend and be like, here you go, Tashi, try it out. Let me, I'm, I'm looking it up right now to tell y'all what's what's in this um, sunshine. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, it, is, it by, is, it, is it through Morgan? It's by McCormick. McCormick, McCormick, McCormick okay. makes her season, which is, I'm sorry, McCormick is the ish, like, period. Oh, yeah. they're, they're the king. Um, let me put in the ingredients. Hold on, I'm about to get it for y'all. Yeah, yeah. So it's garlic powder, ginger, thyme, turmeric, allspice, a dash of mango, and pineapple. That's what's in it. That's in her sunshine. Yeah, that sounds like a Caribbean mix. Yeah, it's more of a Caribbean Caribbean feel. And to be honest, like, I'm not going to say I don't like Caribbean food because I like Caribbean food. Um, But I feel like this product is going to be good on, like, some chicken for me, something to throw on the grill. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm getting, I'm getting more. I want to throw it on the grill. Mm-hmm. So, but people love it. Um, it's a pretty color. I like the, I like the way it looks. It's, it's visually appealing. But I'm gonna buy some. I definitely am. She, she's going to get my monies. But what, the, what that cartoon say? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> do it. Definitely gonna do. It. I love Tap at the Brown. She. If anybody needs to be inspired. Her story is definitely one of inspiration, straight up. Don't give up. But she was able to do her and her husband from 2017 until now. That's that's remarkable. And she went through it, too. She talks about how she was um, straightening her hair, you know, trying to look a certain way, trying to get all these acting parts and just wasn't getting anywhere. And then finally just, like, surrendered and started just, you know, taking care of her mental health and herself. And and just you know being herself and just you know working on herself, taking care of herself, and everything just snowballed from there um, for her. So it's great. She finally became an actor. Finally got the house she wants and just blew up. So I love hearing stories like that. At least for me. Hello, am I talking to myself? 
No. I know. I, I, <laughs> I went and started looking up this seasoning too. And I was just like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely um, am excited for all these new things. You know, we have the Wooly Mammoth coming back. Guess who's the <laughs> Zach? You know? Hmm. <laughs> and uh, we decided that, yeah, colorism is real. Oh, but we definitely real. gonna try to combat. I'm gonna speak up on if I see something, I'm gonna say something like, you know, that's not cool to, you know, look over somebody because of you feel like they're too dark or just make assumptions because someone's dark, they're they're the bad guy. Um and you know what, and maybe I shouldn't be so judgy about the young girls now getting the butt implants and, and wearing the lace fronts because hell, when I was younger, I was doing all type of stuff too. I just hope that they they grow out of it. Or if they are doing it strictly for themselves, you know, and you don't, like you said, it, it can become exhausting. And if, if anything starts to feel like a job, that's when you know you need to quit shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe that's the new rule of thumb. Yeah. Feels like a job, quit. And also, I, I will say on the body alterations, I don't care if you get them or how extreme you go with them. But if you do it, Pay good money for it. Stop trying to do these Groupon deals and then y'all come out looking like rotted fruit. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Rotted fruit. Okay. Jeez. What you say? <laughs> All that's I saw them, was a booty walking around with a bunch of flies hanging around it. Look, yeah. no, I just, I pictured the soft spots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> how they look. That's exactly how they look. Bruised, yeah. dark. Yep. Black in certain spots, stuff yep. going bad. Like mm-hmm. you gotta get to emergency room to have whatever taken out. Like, yeah. No, no discount jobs. It's just so much money made on these quick fixes, though. But what, what were you gonna say, Tracy? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're fine. I was just gonna say, I don't I don't know if I mean we can't really compare because I feel what you're saying. We can't compare what we did back in the day to what they doing now because a lot of the stuff that we did to whether it be enhancing beauty or whatever, I don't think it was really detrimental to our health. Yeah. Like it that is part, now. That part. I was going to say, Tracy, you, you dead on. Like yeah. you, you can't compare drawn on eyebrows and wearing black lip liner to getting plastic surgery at a freaking dentist's office and getting filled up with Fix-A-Flat. Yes, that. and that's literally what it sounds crazy, but people really have been pumped up with fix a flat. Like that's crazy. And how how do you sleep at night doing that to somebody? Like I'm, I'm gonna put this rubber sand in your ass and and, and take your twenty five hundred dollars and send you on your way. Like how, how do you how sleep do you, at night? How do you sleep at night with that shit in you? Right. How about that. But they don't even know it. Like there's no way that you know that rubber cement is going in your ass. They don't know. Most of them know within like a couple days. Like it's not a okay. Yeah, I didn't know immediately when it happened, but you know within a few days because your ass is either got the runs or puking or irritated. Something is wrong that fast. But I'll tell you the first heads up. Um, if you can get your nails done in the same fucking place that you get plastic surgery, it's probably gonna be fix a flat. Yeah, Mm-mm, you're right. I'm good. I'm so good. Yeah, I'm just gonna just keep working out. And, and if I can't build it, I don't need it. 
Yeah, and it's yeah. I, yeah I'm just gonna keep working out. And, and not only that, you can wear like proper undergarments, some little padded booty um pants or whatever. Who cares? Like if you want to get a little pump back there, they they make the, undergarments look, for that. Jeans do it all the time. That part. Yeah. That part. Be and a, and I was a whole catfish. <laughs> and and I, I think the most important thing is that no matter what you look like you can spend as many dollars as you want to try and get attention or to think that people will like you and some bitch who ain't got none of that shit is gonna show you up all day all day because she's not trying yep she ain't trying That's yep it doesn't even matter it don't beauty you're right beauty is really within the eyes of the beholder yep and um I think what's most beautiful is nothing be- more beautiful than a person, male or female, that's comfortable in their skin. Oh, God, say it again. That part. It's, it's, it's seriously, there's nothing more beautiful than a person that's completely comfortable in their skin. And I have to say, as I get older, I'm getting more and more comfortable in my skin. I mean, I still got my three clippings now t- for in my hair right now for extra volume, but I also can go out the house right now in two French braids and be just as happy. So I did. I couldn't do that before. Like it would be like a whole ordeal. Like I remember, like literally putting on a wig just to put a hat on, just to make my hat look cute. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb as shit. I used to do that. My name's Tashi, and I'm a recovering. um, (laughs) um, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know what you would call that. Beauty addict. Yes. Yeah, a recovering beauty addict. That was me. Absolutely. But hey, new chapters. New beginnings, y'all. Um, we only have three episodes left of this season. And uh, next week, we're going to have Alonzo back. He was just lost in space tonight, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's okay. When he come back, he can tell us all about his trip because, y'all, he went out of town. So he's going to tell us what happened. What I can tell y'all is where he went because, remember, he said he was going to Vegas. Right. I gave him $20 to put on black. Ask me, did I win? Did you win? No, nah, I didn't win, y'all. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't win. No, nah, I didn't win. But that's okay though, because um, I won a lot of other things, so I ain't worried about that. So I want everybody to have a very good night and an awesome week ahead. We will see you next week. We're not taking no weeks off. We're gonna go back to back to back on these next episodes. And we're coming um, hard, y'all. We're coming hard, <laughs> hard in the paint. Um. So yeah, everyone have a good night. Any last words before we get out of here? Any last words? Um, love yourself. Yes. Love yourself first and, and worry about everything else after that. Agreed. How about you, Tracy? Be blessed. Stay blessed. What? And you didn't say highly favored? <laughs> I'm so you saying blessed and highly favored. <laughs> and highly favored. I, I was about to say, she coming down off her uh, moonshine high. But let her Get out. Should be that white lightning next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna sip this Texas tea and wish all of y'all a good night. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Good night. Good night.